Welcome to Moment Talk. I'm your host, Shiso Moore, and joining us is my co-host, Maya Tao. Our guest today on episode 42 is Kevin Pongyu Shaw. This guy is a hilarious YouTuber, an artist, a content creator, and he's one-fourth of height. We had an amazing chat with him. But check. But first, let's thank our sponsors. Are you looking for the latest Hmong-inspired menswear? Well, look no further. Shiso's menswear makes suit accessories, uh, apparels, and you can find them at www.xixomenswear.com. Hello, hello, everyone. We are super excited. Me and my co-host, Mai, have a guest today. You probably see him on YouTube or a funny uh, Facebook video, dancing like a Hmong girl, but I see he's a dude. Well, his name is Kevin Sean. Kevin, what's going on, man? Hi, I'm good. I'm really good. How are you? Good, good, good. Kevin, can you tell us one thing that we do not know about you? Hmm. That, as in like you? And all of us, the <laughs> listener, we don't know about you. Tell us one thing hmm. we don't know. Oh, okay. Um, sure. Um, I, well, I, I, I guess I'll just go with the basics. You know, um, I am an artist, uh, a content creator, and one fourth of the Hong uh, American content creating group uh, known as Hi. Um, in the past, I've made um, funny skits and uh, videos, and I didn't really start taking it serious until like two years ago. And now I'm just trying to, I don't know, build my online presence. So, yeah. Awesome. And we see your presence. <laughs> online presence. I love that, building that. So, Kevin, thank you for coming on today. You're such a funny guy. I actually just came across your videos like this year, like earlier this year. Oh yeah. And I actually didn't know that that one video that you made, uh, that video where, what's the guy's name, the actor's name, the very sad Hmong movie. Oh, oh yes, and, yeah. Well, no, yeah, and you were saying it, it was so hilarious. I think everybody knows what video I'm talking about when I talk about that. Uh, the, um, the Kaz Loom, the two. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I I not gonna lie. I didn't know that that was you. Uh, you know, but that was so hilarious. But you know, you are such a very funny person. So comfortable stepping outside of your box, your own skin. You know, like creating those kind of funny videos, especially for this time of the pandemic in our lives. You know, it makes us laugh. You know, and. I know that in one of video, your videos, you you say that some of your videos are embarrassing. Of course, when we look at it, we don't think it's embarrassing, right? It's it's it keeps us alive. But how how do you find it within yourself to be comfortable doing that? Because a lot of people, ma, let's say one of y'all, let be viewed as funny or doing something embarrassing. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I I still think it's very embarrassing, you know, and every time I'm just like, you know, um, but it's, it, it all just comes down to the passion and just the want to entertain and to share whatever it is that, you know, is going on inside my head and just, you know, putting it out there, you know, um, simply just thinking uh, like that so that I can get over um, the fact that, oh my gosh, you know, how do I look? How, how are people going to perceive me? 
you know, because even I myself wouldn't want to do this, but the need to put it out there um, is so much stronger than uh, what is it, the, the shyness and the embarrassment, you know, and it always pays off because, you know, uh, people end up connecting with it, you know, and so then, yeah, that's always been kind of like my thing. Uh, no matter what kind of content, no matter how ugly it is, um, I'm just like, just do it and just let it go. <laughs> well, thank you for making us laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so needed. <laughs> yes, especially during these times. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Did you, how did you come up with the idea of making that video of, that we were just talking about? Um, so yes, the, um, how Hmong Mika people sing, that's what we originally called it. Um, that one, it, I, I know that I'm not the only Hmong American person that has thought about reading Hmong like that, right? Because, you know, Hmong is written with, you know, the Romanized, uh, letters, right? And so, um, it, we we already know that it's not pronounced exactly how it's spelled out, right? You know, because we have like uh, actually the the tone, right? The diem at the end, and those are like the most confusing. And so when you uh, read it in literal English, you know, it just sounds funny, and it's easier, right, to, to pronounce it and to read it that way. And so then, you know, um, when my friends and I we would karaoke, and if you know, we don't know the words, then we will just replace it with how we pronounce it in English, right? And then, you know, we all just thought it was really funny. And then, uh, uh, what is it? Um, and we, that's, that was around the time that we started to uh, create our, uh, what is it, our high um, platform, right? And so we were on Facebook, and then we were planning to have, like, what, every single Tuesday to post, like, content and we didn't really care what it was, right? And so we've been making videos with like uh, the whole group and stuff like that, right? But then like there came this Tuesday and we were like, oh my gosh, we need um, a video, you know? And, and I was like, okay, well, you know, we're all really busy. So let me just record something really quick and really stupid, right? And it was just kind of like, you guys remember how we would like, you know, pretend to read Hmong like that. And so let me just do like a short little snippet of, uh, of a popular Hmong song that, you know, people like know, right? And the funny thing is that I don't even really know that song and I haven't seen that movie yet. Um, but I know that, you know, they really like that song, right? And I know that, okay, I feel like a lot of people would know and connect with that song. So let me just take that song and I would listen to it, right? And it, I think originally it goes, and I'm just like, okay, well, here, here we go. And then uh, I just upload like a 30 uh, second clip of it because, you know, I feel like today, you know, people don't really take the time to watch anything and they want something, you know, quick and fast so that they can share it. Right. And then we just upload it just to upload it because it's like, oh, we need a, like filler content. Right. And then I posted it and then everybody like, or like um, some people want to go nap, right? And then after work, that's when it blew up. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> well, that's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. I still laughed so hard yesterday when it came out. I had to watch it again. It was so funny. <laughs> hey, Kevin, I uh, wanted to ask you, but could you talk in behalf of Hi, you, Anita, I posit, I don't know, the other two individuals of how Hi came about? Uh, yes. So, um, Hi, we officially started back in 2018, uh, in the month of September. So 
Um, and it pretty much happened. So we all met each other um, through college. We all are St. Cloud State University students. And um, it was summer in 2018. Yes. Um, and there was this convention called HCON. Um, and um, we all decided to just go, you know, because, you know, we have a Hmong organization there. Um, and, you know, they were saying like, oh, you know, if you guys are interested, you know, come through, we're going to go as a group. And then, you know, a whole bunch of us just went to HCON, right? And then when we went there, there was like, you know, all these Hmong content creators and they were sharing their stories and whatnot. And, you know, all of us, we were just really, really inspired by it all. So um, after that, then we all just kind of got together in a group chat and we're like, okay, you know, um, we're all really inspired and we all kind of want to start like a content creating group, you know, who's down, who's down. And then it narrowed itself down to the four of us, you know, uh, me, uh, Anita, Jack, and Brenda. And we're like, okay, you know, are you guys serious about it? They're like, yes, we're all very serious. And so we all just got together, you know, in a study room in the library on campus. And uh, we, you know, chose a logo, chose uh, a name, the name Hi, and, you know, formed our mission statement and just try to find our niche and are continuing to find our niche. Now is HAI H A I B an acronym or is it HAI like Neha HAI? Yes, HAI as in Neha HAI. Love it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for that. Thank you for sharing, you guys. Are you guys, what are you now? Do you guys get out together often to do content creation or is that something that you do taha solo? Um, yeah, um, in, in the beginning, um, well, because we're in quarantine right now, right? We can't do much because we want to practice and, and, and set an example for, you know, social, social distancing. So we um, have to put on hold a lot of our, our project. Um, and so we're all just kind of, right, the only thing that we can really do right now is TikTok, you know, because um, it's at least some kind of content, you know, and so um as of right now there's not much that we can do but in uh in, in the, the past years ever since we started we've we've done like uh what is that you know we made skits you know we've done parodies um and we will continue to to do skits and parodies and um, what else we've done a short film you know we partnered up with you know a, a pageant uh contestant and um you know we just do other fun filler videos uh, we want to collab with uh, you know, other Hmong content creators and uh, we yeah we just want to do more music and podcasts as well too we definitely want to start doing podcasts and um, having uh, other people you know come through on our platform stuff like that but right now it's just hard for us to move with any of our plans and so we've had to just chill and uh, yeah focus on ourselves <laughs> well I have one thing to ask you is since you're making content can you tell me more about the YouTube, I don't know, series or about uh, I Hate My Nithai, a.k.a. I Hate My Grandma? <laughs> How'd you come up with that? It's hilarious. Oh, thank you. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I've always been, you know, the pers- a, a type of person to always, like, share my life experiences, you know, uh, especially on Facebook, right? And it first started out with me just, like, typing, like, the conversation, like, on uh, Facebook, right? And be like, oh, you know my mom, my mom said this, you know, and then I said this, and then, you know, my nephew said this, and then, you know, people would react to it, right? Because I think those uh, conversation uh, type of statuses, they're hilarious, you know? And so then, um, and 
And so then I, I just thought that, you know, grandma uh, always is doing something hilarious or always saying something so funny, right? I just wish I could just capture it every time that she, she, she does something so hilarious, right? You know, because it happens right there in the moment. And so I'm just like, okay, you know what? Maybe I should, you know, record myself, you know, um, uh, like acting out the skits. But then um, I was like, you know, that's so, that's too much work. So let me just like sit down and talk about it, you know? and 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 see see what happens and so then i just recorded myself you know and i talked about my you know nithai and and what happened and i posted the first video and then a lot of people liked it and so i was just like you know what um instead of like wishing that i could just capture these moments let me just tell them story tell them you know and then that's when eventually people were like oh heaven you should act it out and i was just like uh i'm too <laughs> lazy to act it out you know maybe i acted out and i did end up acting it out because you know in some of the other series uh, episodes i did dress up like her and i i did do a little something but i was just like oh gosh it's, it's a lot of work and um i don't know it was just something random it was just very random because i never thought about like you know creating videos specifically talking about my grandma and so yeah it have you ever shared all those videos with your grandma? She must be kind of cringing or laughing. Oh they're my both gosh. Or none. <laughs> I will never, ever show her because... Come on. You're like gunning on your grandma, dude. I know. They're like... I get so many comments and they're like, stop putting your grandma on blast, man. If she sees <laughs> this one day, she is going to kill you. I'm just like, hachilo ma. <laughs> if she comes to haunt you, wichito hoko pleo. Uh, well, I mean, if that happens, it's okay. I deserve it because for the way that I put her on blast, yeah, that's like no chill at all. So, because we're already on episode five and she has no idea. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, about your, about your grandma, she's probably what, what, in her late 60s, 70s. Um, she's almost your, 90. Some, she, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> some of your makeup is on point, brah. <laughs> some of my makeup? <laughs> some. I don't know if you do that yourself or you have the, the team you know, put it on you. Um, I, well, I mean, makeup, I, I, I barely touch makeup. I don't know much about makeup. The only time that I actually really used makeup was for the Sop Sop music video. Um, that we really wanted to go all out and try to you know, represent the characters that, you know, we were playing stop, stop. But other than that, then, you know, I don't uh, touch makeup. I don't really know much about makeup. Um, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> cool. For, for a high, how do you guys, how do you come up with content? I mean, how do you get the ideas? Can you tell some of the listener who maybe wants to make content on YouTube or TikTok? How do you come up with genius, funny ideas? Um, first, you know, we try to, you know, see what's like on trend, you know, because those are really easy to do. Right. And I, for us, that's like filler content, you know, because it's like, okay, well, you know, um, if we don't have the time to come up with original content, we will see what's on trend, you know, for example, TikTok, right. If they have like the, the brush challenge, the makeup brush challenge or challenge, right. Where they would transform themselves. You know, um, we would do stuff like that or like a, I think the microwave challenge or whatever. If there's like a dance or there's like a, you know, like a certain kind of like or theme that's going around. We try to hop on those. If not, then yes, we do come back to our meetings and we try to have, 
you know, original ideas. And usually it, it kind of just starts from places um, where it's like, okay, what's relatable, you know? Um, and, and how can we just, you know, take that idea and just kind of like run with it. And, you know, and there's the four of us, you know? And so a lot of times we have a lot of ideas, a lot of great ideas, you know, in which it can get very unorganized because it's like ideas just come in and out, you know, but once we, we have a list of everything and then we, we look at it, right? We don't shut down any ideas, we just throw it on a list and then we look at it once again and then we, you know, kind of just feel out, you know, what's um, most convenient and what do we feel like we can really, you know, just feel inspired by. And uh, yeah, like, uh, for example, I think uh, we came up with like the idea for like a Hmong GPS, you know, and that was one of our videos. Um, I don't remember who came up with it. I think I think it was Jack uh, who came up with that idea, right? And then how we would like, and then someone else had the idea like, oh, it would be funny if that GPS, you know, wasn't just speaking Hmong, but they were speaking in a way where it's like, you know, like, they're like, oh, you know, instead of saying left and right, they just give you directions like, oh, like, and whatever, you know, and so it's like, okay, yeah, we can do something like that, or we can make it, you know, um, yeah, we can just, and then, like, we added, like, the idea, like, maybe it can speak, like, uh, not just Hmong Hmong, but, you know, how we were making, uh, we were about, like, uh, how Hmong got people sing, and how we sing it exactly how it's been in English, but the GPS, you know, talk in, not in Hmong, but in, uh, in Hmong got right, and so, you know, just like that, and then we just throw ideas out there, and then we kind of just polish it and chisel it down to whatever we think is, is uh, that will capture people and stuff like that. So, GPS, Right? For real. And if you if you say that to the GPS, the chief was like, oh yeah, yeah. Um well Kevin, you know, I'm looking forward for more from high to come after quarantine or during quarantine. It's funny TikTok videos. More serious of your thai. Those are really hilarious. Uh, you went you. to school for CCM so in St. Cloud? Yes. I went to St. Cloud, yes. St. Cloud, that's right. And then you're done with school as of now, right? I am actually taking a break from school. Okay. Um, I, I came back to the city. So uh, you, the rest of the high group, they are in St. Cloud. Um, and I'm here in the cities. I'm currently living in Maplewood. So, um, I moved back here in February and, uh, I just needed a break. I need, I needed to take a break and to just really focus on myself. And, you know, if it wasn't for that, I would not even be where I am today. I feel like I wouldn't even be on this show with the both of you if I did not take that break because, I, I really needed to focus on, you know, like my mental health and, you know, really putting myself first and so that I could really, you know, be truly 
happy and you know I've just been so involved in the community ever since I came back here so for me I almost see that as like you know like meant to be that I had to come back here you know and then now that we're in ref uh, now that we're in quarantine you know and hopefully people are using this time to reflect you know it's like I was already on my way to like reflecting and being all like introspective and all that stuff and then you know not a quarantine scare it's really allowing me uh, to to do that and I'm just so grateful for everything that you know um, has happened because I would never imagine this to happen during quarantine, you know, for me to even be invited on to, you know, home and talking. So um, it's all really crazy and cool. <laughs> well, well we appreciate you for sure. Yeah, I'm glad that you're back in, uh, in your mom's basement. It doesn't, I know it's not the <laughs> best pickup line, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> um, to move back to your mom's basement. Mm -hmm. So, Kevin, you talked, you just mentioned about self reflection and even myself and my girlfriends, we talk about that a lot. Mm -hmm. I, I was also like you, I was already on that journey, but I feel like now this pandemic, right? It's kind of forcing everybody to do some self-reflecting. How, how important do you think it is to focus on oneself and to give oneself the utmost, the most attention? How do you practice that? Yeah, um, you know, I think people, I think we all need to be a little bit more self-aware because even those that are self-aware, like me, I, I, I like to consciously um, make decisions and I like to, you know, give myself a lot of time. But even though I'm like, yeah, I do that a lot, I still realize that sometimes I don't do it like enough for my own self because maybe it's like, you know, we all have different standards and and we all have like different levels of like uh, how many times we do need to reflect, right? For some people, because uh, I feel like some people, they don't reflect at all and they're not aware at all. And so then, you know, their life can get really chaotic and they don't know how else, uh, they don't know, you know, how they can like, um, like, like, for example, if they don't reflect on like a certain emotion or anger, you know, who knows um, who else they can project their anger onto, right? And so, um that's why I do think it's really important to, to reflect, you know, and then so I always hold myself to that as well, too. Um, and so I tell myself, okay, even though I'm a person who's really self aware, it doesn't hurt to continue to ask myself, you know, am I like this, you know, if, especially if I'm reaching out to a friend, I'm just like, oh, what do you think, you know, and, and so it's, I think it's just great uh, to always to be open about, you know, reflecting and being aware and asking yourself these questions, no matter, you know, how how deep of a thinker you are, no matter how much uh, you reflect, you know? And so I think everyone owes it to themselves to just take a step back and to just reflect and, and to, to look at their actions, look at their thoughts and see how they're thinking about themselves, you know? Um, because especially right now, I, I hope everyone's taking the opportunity to reflect, you know, because I feel like the universe is like, okay, everyone, go to your rooms, don't come out until you know you know um, have an idea of you know where you're going and what you want to do right and so for me um I and, and I think that no matter how you know how many times you do reflect you know it's something that you have to constantly mm -hmm. you know do right you have to practice it because you know practice makes progress and because a lot of times we're like oh practice makes perfect but it's like well there's no such thing as perfect you know like I said just because I am um, me compared to another friend they don't like they're not that much of a deep thinker and versus me where I am a deep thinker it doesn't mean that I'm always like constantly thinking 
you know, in the best way possible for me. You know, we all have our own, you know, different standards and stuff like that, you know? And so that's why um, I'm just like, okay, yeah, you have to be, you have to know yourself well and you have to just be very open to that. And so, um, oh gosh, lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> that tends to happen all the time. Um, <laughs> what was I saying before this? Um, okay, so yeah, um, going back to, to me, I guess. Um, and so for, for me, yeah, oh yeah, uh, practicing, right? So you constantly have to practice it and, and tell yourself, you know, over and over when you do realize it, you know, because there's so many moments throughout uh, this, this period for me where I've been like, oh yeah, Kevin, you are okay. You are normal. Like, it's okay for you to feel like this, you know, so many times. And it's like, but why is it that I, I feel like it's like, you know, like every other day or every other week, right? But it's like, no, it is like that though, because you grow and you change like constantly, especially when you are more aware of it, you know, you have those epiphanies and you're just like, oh yeah, that's okay, you know? And I feel like I, I have it like every now and then, but that just, to me, that means that, okay, I am being conscious about this and I am trying and trying to do the best, you know, for myself, for my mental health and to really keep myself in check, right? And so- you know, it just, it just starts with you um, being alone with your own thoughts and allowing it to, to come. So does usually, does something usually happen to you, not physically or anything, but do usually, does certain thoughts usually enter your mind before you know, you can tell that, whoa, Kevin, it's self-reflection time today. Or is it something where you just automatically do? Um, yeah, usually it is like, you know, like the first thing that you said, you know, because, you know, we're, our, we're constantly moving and we're constantly, um, excuse me, thinking. And so usually we don't know that we're in something until we are pretty much out of it or, you know, where it gets, you know, rough, right? And so it's like, oh, you know, if it gets rough and it's like, okay, yeah, I, I think I need to chill. Or I need to reflect, right? Or after, you know, you go through whatever it is that you're going through. And you're like, okay, yeah, that was difficult. That was rough, right? And so, um, you know, let's, let's see how I feel about it, you know, because I think once after you, you, you go through something, you know, people like totally forget like the whole processing part, right? Which is like part of like reflecting and all that stuff, you know, processing and understanding those emotions, right? Um, <clears throat> it's so important, like, like right now, right? So I have been feeling some type of way about a certain individual right and i was like oh why do i feel this way right it's 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 i don't need it because i i associated with it being negative right i'm just like okay i need to i need to not think about it right but if i just tell myself oh and you'll be fine right and you'll be fine but the, the truth is every single second of the day and, and whether it's you know tomorrow or a week from now and it has been a week from now i'm still thinking about the same thing but I tell myself, oh, but that's unrealistic, right? Because I'm not allowing myself to really process it, you know, because you can never really tell how much time you need. No one can tell you how much time you need to, to process something, not even your own self. And so here I am telling myself, get over it, get over it. But then here I am still thinking about it because I'm just like, oh, see, I'm not allowing myself to really to understand it and process it because I feel it. I'm just like, get over it. But then I did not sit there with myself and be like, heaven. Like, why are you feeling this way? And, and, and what are you feeling? You know, like, are you feeling like angry? Are you feeling more than one emotion? And why? You know, and it's okay to feel it, you know, and you don't always have to get down to the root of it. But just 
feel it and you know try try find a healthy outlet to to just you know process it you know and so for me i've been listening to a lot of music and i've been walking you know around my neighborhood and just being out in nature and you know what i feel so much better i don't feel like that like initial like uh, intensity of emotion that i felt about this person right and so then i'm just like wow like i gave myself time i didn't tell myself get over it anymore and i just you know went to go find some uh, therapeutic outlets for me and it can be as simple as listening to music or going on a walk and surely and slowly you just like you know just let go of it and then you know you start to feel different ways about it and you recognize that yeah i did I did feel angry, you know, I was angry, but now I'm just like, I don't know exactly how I feel because, you know, I'm reflecting right now with you guys right now. I don't know how I feel, but I feel lighter. I feel better. And I, I, I'm I'm more calm and and I can say that, yes, I was angry, but I'm no longer angry. I'm still trying to process that, you know, so, you know, you just can't hold yourself and hold other people to a standard, you know, because it just doesn't make sense when it comes to processing. Wow, thank you for that. <laughs> how have you felt, since when did you realize how important self-reflecting was? Was it when you came back from St. Cloud? Or was it prior to that already? Um, I, I, for me, I've, I've always been the type to reflect a lot because you know I worry a lot, have a lot of anxiety, and I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> so I'm constantly thinking about like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think about me? You know, and so um, I've always been really word like that and you know that that gets the best of me okay it really does get the best of me because then I you know spread myself too thin and so for me for people like that who are constantly worried about what other people think about them you know um you have to learn how to not let that really control you right and so um but the good thing is is that you know you are like you are thinking about just not yourself you're thinking about everything right so it's like finding that balance, you know? So for me, I've always had to find that balance of like knowing how to reflect in a way where it's like, um, I guess, being able to control what you can control, you know? If, if it's, something is out of your hands, you know, just let it go, right? Learn to let it go. Um, and so um, for, for me, I've always been learning to let things go that I can't control. And what I can control you know, I tend to forget that, which is myself, right? I can control how I feel about someone, how I feel about, you know, a certain situation, you know, because, you know, a lot of times we, when we feel like we are the victim of something or when we're feeling negative emotions, whether it's sadness or anger, you know, we feel like we're the victim, right? And so it's like, well, I don't have to feel like that, you know? And it's true, you don't have to feel like that. But then again, it comes um, with the whole like, well, then it takes time to, understand to 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 learn how to let it go you know first you have to acknowledge it right so like i said i acknowledged that i was angry about this person which is why i was like get over it kevin it's not good for you but then now i have to allow myself to to learn how to you know let it go and so for me it has helped me out a lot in, in many many situations you know um because i do it you do it all inside your head right and sometimes you know you talk to people that you trust you know but most of the time i like to just do it inside my own head and you know it, it it's just a balance that you really have to to find and it really is tricky because it's the mind you know and so yeah um it has kept me out of a lot of trouble 
Um, but also, you know, I sit here and I worry and I worry, which is something I have to learn how to let go of. But then, you know, I, uh, that's why I think reflecting overall is good for anyone. Yeah. So with you and Haina, yeah, with the whole group, with you, with you guys out there on the social media, on YouTube, I'm sure when you guys read the comments that are on your videos, there are mm -hmm. some pretty nasty comments. Do you guys read the comments at all or do you guys turn it off or how do you, is that self-reflecting? Does that help you in deflecting those comments? Um, yeah, when it, when it comes to um, comments, good or bad, we like to read them all so that we can understand our community better and so that we can just show that we're engaged, right? And, and especially if it's like a negative comment, we do try to reply to it in a very constructive um, way, you know, even if they're discriminating, even if they're hating, or even if they're just straight up rude, you know, we try to engage with them because we want to just, you know, uh, show people that, you know, we're here and we're listening and we're not just, you know, ignoring people, whether it's good or bad, you know, um, but when it, but when it does come to negative comments, you know, all four of us, we all have to understand that negative comments are, are inevitable. Okay. Because at the end of the day, it's preference. You know, everyone is, is entitled to their preference and that's okay. That's just radical exception. Uh, acceptance that, you know, we understand that not everyone is going to like us, you know, not everyone agrees that, you know, like, for example, everyone knows that Whitney Houston is the legendary iconic singer, but what if someone came along and was like, oh, no, Whitney Houston cannot sing, but we're like, but she's a legend, but it's like, well, if you think about it, that's their preference at the end of the day, and, you know, that's why, you know, we are grateful for those that do connect with us and do like us, and that's where we we um, put our energy into it, right? And we don't worry too much about the negative comments. However, because this is our first time as a group putting ourselves out there like that, you know, we as a group and individually have to learn how to process those negative comments, right? Um, especially, you know, for, for Brenda and Anita who aren't um, experienced in singing, you know, they were bashed on a lot because of their singing, right? And so, of course, that's going to hurt them. And then for Jack and I, we are cisgender males and we dress up to represent a character, um, a female character. And so, yes, we were, uh, we were questioned and we were attacked and, you know, all these things were brought up, you know, and, and, and so we just have to remember that, you know, these are just people's opinions. And not only that, two people only judge us from what they see. People only see a three minute video clip of the four of us doing what we are doing exactly there, but they don't know our story, they don't know, you know, um, our, our, our identities and, and our likes and dislikes and, and all those things, you know, and so it's like, okay, we understand that they only have a three minute video clip of us. And we know that we are so much more than that. And at the end of the day, we know that our intent was to not like, uh, what is this discriminate to make fun of anyone or anything. It's a parody and it's purely entertainment. And it's as simple as that. And that's, you know, what we just need to know for our, our own selves. And then we just, you know, continue to move on. Well, thank you for that. I feel so much for there's so many artists out there or content creators like you out there. And Tayumi Rike Cosmo, so rude, you know, and oftentimes I'm just like, man, I, I give you guys credit. <laughs> A lot of kudos to you guys for you guys to be able to share your contents with us, to make us laugh to bring joy into it. 
So, so thank you for that. What are you and I um, hoping to impact with your content creations? Is there um, a bigger vision there, a bigger goal there? Yeah, um, I think we, as high, we just, ultimately, we just want to be a voice in our communities, you know, especially the Hmong community. Um, and the reason why we call ourselves high is because we want to change the narrative of what, you know, we think is cool. Um, or we simply just want to talk about, you know, certain issues or celebrate certain things that we think is cool, you know, because it is our, we do all share that platform, you know, and we can literally stir in any way that we want to. And so we're, we're just going to focus on things that we think are important, you know, whether it's like taboo topic, normalizing it, or, um, what is this celebrating, you know, like, like music, comedy, celebrating our long American identity through music. Uh, through comedy, you know, and it's just being a voice, you know, and then hoping that we just inspire other people to to be a voice in their own communities as well, you know, and, that, and, and it honestly is just as simple as that, you know, that where we just want to show people that we are a voice and here's what we do and you can do it too. Um, and even if you don't want to do it, if you can relate and connect to us in any way, we are here and we want to connect and we want to, you know, work with you and we're, we're here as the voice to serve and to represent, you know, other people that, you know, identify or connect with us as well, too, you know, because um, it's... So for the listeners that has listened to our podcast, if you want to learn more about Hi, you can find a lot of what we all mentioned in the show, uh, in the show notes. We'll put that down. Um, this is the last few questions I'm going to ask Kevin. So, Kevin, I got a question, though. What does it mean to be a Hmong man? Hmm. To me, it means recognizing, uh, you know, your, 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 I guess, your intersectionality, right? So you know that, you know, you, you are uh, whatever you identify as, all of your identities, right? So cisgender male, you know, your Hmong, you know, your, your this, your that, right? Recognizing that and understanding that and understanding how uh, the, how there's power dynamics to that, right? And how there's, you know, advantages and disadvantages to that and how, and, and the role that, uh, and how the world views you, you know, and what you can do, what you cannot do. Understanding that and then, uh, so being woke about that and uh, not, not using it to your advantage pretty much, you know? Um, and, and, and if, you know, you're in a situation where someone is being mistreated, um, or if you're being mistreated, you know, that you stand up and you say something about that, um, especially because it, that's what it's all about, you know, these days is power dynamics, advantages, disadvantages, privilege, and all that stuff, you know, and so, um, yeah, that to, to me, being a Hmong man is just understanding yourself so that you can understand other people. Um, yeah. For so, Kevin, for those... Um, so just quickly, for those who don't know or who does, who has, who's not familiar with the term cisgender, can you kind of just briefly educate our listeners on what you mean by that cisgender? Yes. So cisgender just means that like whatever you were born as, you know, biologically, you identify with that, right? So that's why we have like transgender, you know, meaning that like you uh, transition uh, from you know, the opposite sex that you present as yourself currently, right? So cisgender just means that you identify as the biological 
um, gender that you were born as. Um, so like, uh, since I, I, I am a male, um, but because, you know, we have like transgender male and then we have like, you know, um, because of that, then, you know, um, we could also say, oh, I'm just a male as well too, right? Because transgender male are, are presenting themselves as male. And so when we say we're cisgender male, it just, it's just like more details, you know, just like how we have like preferred pronouns and all that stuff, like, like he, him, his, and, and all that stuff, because even those could be different as well too, right? You know, your preferred pronouns, you know, it could possibly be different from, you know, your, um, your gender as well too, right? So then it's just important to understand that, you know, we have these wide ranges of like, you know, gender identities and pronouns and sexual identities and all that stuff. And so when we mention it ourselves, you know, it's to let those around us know that, you know, we uh, uh, understand that and, and where we kind of come from and stuff like that. So cisgender just means that you are, you identify um, with your biological uh, or sex. Yeah. <laughs> mm, thank you so much for that. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Kevin, can you give us, uh, can you give the listener and give us the 15 year old Kevin and a younger advice to himself? For those who wants to be a content creator, a comedian, an entrepreneur, a YouTuber. Yes. Um, l- let your passion, let your ideas, let your creativity be so powerful that it drives you past your fears, past whatever pressure that you are feeling because, you know, whether you're, you know, a woman, whether you're a man, whether you're a mom, whether, you know, um, you know, you're gay, you're straight, whatever, you know, whether you think you're poor, whether, you know, you know, you're not from America, you know, it, that doesn't matter. What matters is that, you know, your passion and your creativity, it will always outshine everything and it will always, you know, attract those that need to be connected with you and make those people that do connect with that feel whatever type of way that they feel, you know? And so just don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Um, because if you, if you don't allow yourself to be yourself, then you will never come up with these great ideas and never want to put them out. So, um, yeah, just don't be afraid to be yourself because even though you're 25 today, you're still scared to be yourself and you're still learning how to embrace yourself. And so don't hold back your own light, you know, because so many other people can hold back your own light. But the, but the one that does it the most, you know, is you, you are your biggest enemy no one can do anything to you besides your own self. So don't hold yourself back and let yourself do you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that definitely helped me today, too. I needed that, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Lastly, Kevin, we're very humble of your time. But how can we follow, connect with you? Can you give us some outlet of your social media? Yes. So um, I, I go by Kevin Hyung. So you can find me on YouTube and you can find me on Facebook. Just literally type up Kevin Pongyu Hyung and Lolo Pongyu is all connected together. P-H-O-O-J-Y-W-G. Yeah, you can find my covers on there. You can find my skits on there. Again, YouTube and Facebook. And hi is the same thing as well too. Just type hi, H. AIB, or you can type in officially high and you can find, you know, our stuff on there. You can find the stop stop video on there. Um, and so, uh, Facebook, 
Thank you so much for your time today, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Loved talking with you. Well, that ends our episode. If you haven't yet, visit our website at www.momentalk.com or find us on Facebook, Moment Talk. Lastly, if you're listening on, on us on a podcast from Stitcher or Spotify, Google Play or iTunes, please give us an honest rating. One last thing, we want to give a shout out and DJ Peter for allowing us to use your song in peace. Thank you so much. You can check them out on YouTube.